0: My funnel is currently converting at 90%.
1: This is Three Marketers Walk into
2: a Podcast, Episode 2.
0: You're listening to Three Marketers Walk into a Podcast, brought to you by the fine folks at Response Suite.
2: Hello, dear listener. Welcome back for another smashing episode of content. Spiffing and excitable. How British can we be? Very excited to have you here. And we're going to introduce you to uh, a friend of ours today, a lady by the name of Tanya Whittam. Now, I stumbled across Tanya on Facebook initially uh, in a Facebook group, which is the exact thing that she's going to be talking about. We're going to be grilling her for all of her secrets today. If you're anything like me or
1: Rob, I know many of us, you've possibly looked at all these great... Sort of flourishing Facebook groups, and try to start one yourself as a really, a really good way of building an interested prospect list. And then you've started your list, uh, started your list, started your group, and it sort of hasn't really worked. You haven't got the traction, you haven't got enough people in it. Uh, That was the first problem I had. The second one is when you do get people in it. So I've got one Facebook group in one of my niches, which has got lots of people in it, and they're chatting and stuff. But my problem is I don't really know how to pitch to them. How do I move them from just members of this free Facebook group into actually paying customers and how do you do
2: that in a way that's so in a way that's cool so today Tanya is going to be telling you about her five E's and three R's and uh, and how to use them in order to get better results from Facebook er, 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 er. anyway <laughs> so this so this is attraction marketing with uh, Tanya Widham. let's dive in
1: so, the person we're speaking to today still sleeps with a teddy despite being 27 years old. Are you serious? Yeah.
0: 27 <laughs>
1: sleeps with a teddy. Uh, say hello to our friend Tanya. Hello, Tanya.
0: Hi.
1: How Thank you them? for joining us.
0: I didn't realize that those questions had actually come through, but you've actually seen that.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we and we used it as well. We broadcast it to the world. So we wanted to talk to you about something you call attraction marketing. Could you just give us a brief description, an overview of what that is?
0: Uh, well, Basically, my take on attraction marketing is that people are essentially sold on you from following you. So from your content, from your message, from what you put out to the world. Um, so it's very much about working with dream clients, essentially. So people already know that they essentially want to work with you before you've even sent them to the sales page.
2: Okay, smashing. So let's imagine, I know you use Facebook a lot in order to share your content, in order to share your story uh, in loads of different and exciting ways. So let's talk about Facebook groups. Let's imagine you're starting over today. How would you grow a brand new Facebook group? Starting from scratch, get your first members in, make it a great place to be.
0: Starting from scratch? Yeah. I wouldn't.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: Um, I would start with building authority first on your actual Facebook profile. So use that. Um, so I think about who your dream client essentially is, who it is that you want to work with, and then I'd get into other people's groups where they hang out. Um, so if you think about... Say, say say that you're looking to start dating, okay? So you start thinking about, right, okay, well, where are these people hanging out? Are they in bars? Are they at your local pubs? Like, you you, you know where you're essentially going to find the people that you want to start a relationship with. So it's kind of the same thing. So I'd go into groups where, where I know that they're going to be. Um, and I'd start adding value, so start posting different content. Um, I'd introduce myself essentially first so people know who I am, um, and I'd start adding value in there, so answering questions sharing my message and that kind of thing. I don't really do like the whole link thing. Um, I, I again, it's personally like if people like your message and what it is that you say. They're then going to check you out after. So obviously, if you're using other people's groups to grow your audience, just make sure that you're being ethical about it. And um, so that's where I would start. So that's what I would essentially do. So,
1: to begin with, you're going to go into a group that has your target market in. So, let's say you're in the, in the niche of a, a fit, health and fitness, all right? Yeah. You're going to go into a health and fitness group and share something of value. Do you then end up with an onslaught of like friend requests? So, people just going, I want to be your friend, I want to be your friend. Yeah. And then move them from your profile and then you start a group. Is that what you're saying? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So essentially, if we think about things like in, in, in more of a marketer type um, perspective, you're using your Facebook profile and, in your, and your group as a funnel. So you sharing your content is the start of that. People are then coming onto your profile and seeing more of you there, and then eventually they get into your group. So my actual system, I'm happy to share that with you, is essentially that you, you're going to be posting content in groups at least three times a week where your target audience are. I then purposefully make sure that the day after on my profile, there's a piece of content with a call to action that gives you the link to going to my group. So people are naturally going to start checking you out and stalking you because that is the nature of Facebook. Um, so that's the way that I do things. So people go onto there and then they come into my group. Um, so that's that's how I essentially go about it. And do you know on your profile you can have your website. Mm-hmm. I don't actually have my website on there. It's the link to my Facebook group.
1: That's and then, pretty ninja.
0: Yeah, and then you have a, like, Joe, on your featured pictures. Yeah. So it doesn't look as great anymore on apps i think facebook have kind of become a little bit wiser to it but if you open it up you can see it i have one picture and it says um join the community for coaches and creative entrepreneurs click here to add yourself and that arrow points at that link to my group
1: Uh, that's that's really that's really really smart okay so you've got your group you've got um You've got a bunch of people who've decided that they want to connect with you and want to find out, want to hang out with you, and other people who are like-minded cracking. That's great. But what type of content do you actually put in those groups that get the most engagement? Because we've all had that thing where we started a Facebook, and I've certainly done it, you started a Facebook group and it's been like tumbleweed in there. Nobody's chatting, nobody's doing anything. You put a thing in there and nobody really interacts. What content do you know, if you're having a bit of a quiet time, What's the killer bit of content that we, we need to be putting in there to do that engagement bit?
0: Um, so I call it T's five E's, because <laughs> it, it rhymes, and I've got OCD, so obviously everything has to start with the same letter. Um, so there's a, a, a power empowering um, post. So this could be something like, you're telling a story, um, so you're inspiring people with that. Um, you have educational posts, which is you saying, this is how you do this thing. And then you're equipping, so you might give them a 3D or some some kind of tool to go and do that thing, mm-hmm. um, and then you're entertaining. So these are the ones that you I find that in groups people forget to put in. Um, so entertaining. So um, in my group, like on a Friday, I'll have like Fun Friday, and I'll post things in there like um, are you, do you like the memes that are kind of like What's your unicorn name? And like little things like that. However, I find the ones that are sexual tend to get the most traction. And um, so it's literally about finding things that are, that people like natural, like human things, like engaging. So ask questions. And um, so that's the other one is engage. And um, so talk to people. Think, I think the thing is with people, they find that they find that like, and the way that they run the group is that they just deliver information, information, information. And that is not the aim of the group. The aim of the group is to build a community. So think about. If you was at a pub and you was having, so say, say you and Rob was at a pub together, you are naturally going to have a bit of banter. You're going to have a normal friend conversation. It's likely that you are going to talk business as well. That's how I see that a Facebook group should run.
1: That's really interesting. See like a conversation. <laughs> pub. Yeah. So can you give us those five E's again? Empower. Yeah. Quick. Yeah.
0: Educate.
1: Educate.
0: Entertain. Yeah. And engage. Engage.
2: Okay. Amazing. Cool. That's absolutely fascinating. Obviously, so you post all of this content into your group, really in order to try and inspire the members to post good, encouraging content and keep everything going. But obviously there's always going to be people who are sort of, you know, nasty Nancys are going to come in and they're going to try and troll the group and, and make it an awful place. So how do you keep the group healthy and safe?
0: Um, so my group's a little bit like Fort Knox, so I don't let just anybody in anyway. So in your group Settings, you can ask three different questions. So I ask questions in that. Um, and I actually decline uh, probably around 50% of requests into my group. So I'll have a little nosy at your profile before I even let you in. Um, so it's all about making sure that that energy within that group obviously stays the same. Now, <laughs> there's people that are going to get under that radar and find a way um, to, um, to open the, those gates and get in, obviously. So um, in a nutshell, I kick them out um yes yeah and I yeah and I talk and I talk about that um so in my pinned post actually it actually says like like oh, you, just, you say things like um read read the group post obviously get the most out of the group right. my number three is don't be a little bitch and then it goes into no bitching no, mo- no moaning no pity parties um no harassment or bullying of any kind and it's literally there's not even a second chance if I see it you are gone
1: Okay, I was about to say, how many strikes do you have for any of that?
0: No, I don't do second chances.
2: No. Okay. All right. No forgiveness. No forgiveness whatsoever. No mercy. So let's imagine you've built this group and it's really exciting and there's lots of stuff going on in there. It's all good. Now, you need to monetize it, otherwise you're just doing it for the good of your health. So how do you monetize
0: your group? Um, I massively work on um, fear of loss. Um, and recognition so again it's back to the r's and um, so i do recognition rewards and referrals and that's the way that i work my group so the recognition part say for example you buy a bentley you are going to get congratulated for buying a bentley they make a big deal about that and that's what people see like a high-end brand would do so if someone buys any of my products I congratulate them in my group and tag them in it for buying our product. So every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, there is recognition posts for people that are buying my stuff. And then underneath, like in the comments, it'll say, if you've not purchased this yet and you're interested in in, um, this product, here's the link. So it's a very soft sell type thing. So I'm making sure that I'm recognizing these people because it brings in that oh, well, they're doing it, then I want to do it. I don't really like to say, say it, but it's essentially like it's monkey see, monkey do, isn't it? People see other people buying it. It means that it's it's valuable, that people want it, and then people go and buy it as well because the city booth is doing the same. So that's essentially how I monetize my group. Um, so to give you some um, numbers, um, my funnel is currently converting at 90%. Um, And I believe that's because of the way that I I sell, because obviously it's warm. I'm I'm selling to a warm audience constantly.
1: That's amazing. So can you just show us, you've got people in the group. I'm interested in some of the detail. I'm a really detail-oriented person. So you've got people in this group. How do you transition them? Do you put a post straight in there, which pitches directly in the group? Do you put a link out to a piece of content, which is maybe a sales video? Like, what does that look like? How do you bridge that?
0: it all every, everything that i do is pretty much within the group you will essentially have no idea on how you can work with me unless you are in my group as such i mean obviously if you wanted to go and try and find it you probably would but i prefer the stealth ninja approach so mm-hmm. kind of like the B. underdog type thing that i'm building but you've got no idea what it is that i'm doing and that's just the way that i prefer to work mm-hmm. so The way that I see it is you build the culture and if you're constantly building that group and you're constantly bringing new people in, I personally think that waiting three months to start selling to your group is stupid Um, because you're always bringing new people in so it makes no sense. Um, So if people are coming in and they're they're brand new and you've already started selling in that group, that brand new person is seeing you selling. So why not start that from the get-go? Um so I'm very, uh, very open about that. So the way that I kind of work is that every, so there's three months of solid content, uh, not three months, three weeks. And every, at the end of every single month, I have an end of month, month launch. And um, so it'll start with kind of like, um, a softer type uh, blog post on the Monday, and I'll do something like a PS and, with a call to action. There'll be another thing like that on a Wednesday, but it'll be a live stream. And then on Friday, I start the countdown. So it'll be 72 hours, 48 hours, 36, 24, 12. And just to
1: clarify, when you start the blog post, it's it's a longer article, but it's within it's the Facebook
0: article, group. yeah, within the group. So you're, not,
1: you're not moving them out to a blog.
0: Yeah. No, no. Okay, brilliant. I find okay. The, the more links that you bring in, the more levers, I suppose, you're making it harder for people to pay you.
1: So you're keeping them within the Facebook environment and their, and their ecosystem. That's interesting. So do you have like a separate group for um, when, when someone's bought a product? Do you put yeah. them into a separate group? And So I basically want to talk about pay groups versus free groups. Do you have separate groups? What do you recommend on that?
0: And um, I think it's one of those things, what your preference is. So for a long time, my group was the only group. That was the community. It was all within there. So we'll take the membership style um, uh, product, for example. The membership was all on a membership site. They got links to the Zooms and things from the membership site and everything mm-hmm. stayed within the group. Um, community for everybody to see apart from that and again it's bringing in that that, that fear of loss type of thing so i would announce that there's a masterclass on monday if you're already in the um, in the membership program you can go and log in here if you're not yet here you can go and register here and you get immediate access so that's the way that i did it but now my membership's getting to the point where it's, it's bigger i've literally just opened up another group and um I actually started doing this last year when I had a different product um, and I like I, I like to keep things delivered within Facebook maybe that's an age thing I don't I don't I don't know and um, so I actually delivered the membership content within a Facebook group so they, w- they would get that there would be scheduled posts to then go to um, to back up the content that I'm delivering and then you might find some people actually log into the membership site and um, so that's the way that I t- kind of work it and um, personally I think that everybody should have a free group just because obviously that's a massive part of my my model Um, so if I remove that I don't really know yeah yeah there'd be no sales what would I do then
1: what would you do then all right absolutely fascinating just so insightful so what we're going to do now uh, after we've got all that insight we're going to go to what we call the quick fire round bunch of questions really snappy responses fascinated to hear uh, what you have to say to these
0: you don't want to miss out on more of these fabulous nuggets do you make sure you subscribe to the three marketers podcast now on your podcast player
2: okay so give us a book that you recommend
0: um seven habits of highly effective people
2: love it stephen covey yeah, yeah. brilliant it's on the shelf over it's there. on the
1: shelf it's on the shelf seven habits love that um what's your top top success habit whether that's daily or weekly what's your number one thing you think you do that Is the driver to success?
0: Uh, Boundaries. So I'm very clear on, I work these days and I work these times and nobody is allowed in that space otherwise. Um, And that all goes back down to that attraction marketing type stuff.
2: Excellent. Who do you look up to?
0: Um, Frank Kern is one of them at the minute. Um, I mean, you personally, I I annoy you quite a lot. So you're you're up there. Um, um, He's talking
1: to Rob there, by the way.
0: Yeah, sorry, redhead. And Katrina Ruth.
1: Katrina Ruth. Okay, very good. And uh, what's your definition or how would you define success?
0: Um, to me, success is me being able to design the life that I want. So it's not necessarily a monetary figure. It's about me, me being able to do everything in my life that I want to be able to do.
2: Here's my favourite question. Who do you like more, me or Kennedy?
0: Yeah, I've, I've thought of a really witty answer to this already, you know. What's the answer? I prefer and, not all.
1: Oh. and not all and not does all does that mean
2: we get a point each on the little abacus
1: yes that's a point each <laughs> yeah. yeah or no point because it's completely okay finally we've learned just a little bit about you and so much you shared so much and we're massively grateful for that when folks want to hear more from you want to learn more about you follow what you're doing and and learn you know a lot more a lot more what you've got to say where can we go to do that
0: yeah tanyewen.com or on my facebook <laughs>
2: Okay, so Facebook or TanyaWhitman.com is the place to be. Thank Thank you so much. I've always found the whole Facebook group thing really hard because I always think, well, what do I post and why and how do I make it productive? And uh, so watching your stuff and watching how you do it and then getting some insight today has been really, really powerful. It's always really interesting to see it when somebody who's just been doing it rather than teaching it, you know, just doing it, break
1: it down, the, the reasons why, the thought that goes into it, and knowing that it's actually had success rather than going, oh, this sounds like a lovely idea, and it works really, really well. That was actually <laughs> epic.
2: Absolutely.
0: Well, essentially what I did, um, just to add like, a little bit of like flavor to it, I've had like a brick and mortar type business for, for years. So everything that I've ever done is build communities offline. Um, so in theory, I was like, ah, oh, this sounds like a good idea um and it it was it was not necessarily the dumb way or what anybody else was doing and it was just kind of like you know what i'm just going to try and see whether this tanya method works online um Mm -hmm. so that's essentially what i've been doing and it works well it's working for me so so yeah
1: amazing slush thank you so much okay mind equals blown amazing right that was phenomenal uh i mean I, i yeah, I can't. I mean, the the fact that she, the way she builds that business within Facebook, it costs nothing. Okay, time, and she posts She does post some really interesting stuff. She has a phenomenal story. So if you do follow Tanya, she has an incredibly engaging story, uh, which which she which she works on. But I just can't believe just how how much of a strategy's got strategy she's got around the content she posts in her groups, and then how she has that strategy around how to get people to actually buy stuff and and pay for membership to programs and buy products and stuff like
2: that. The big thing for me really was this thing about how to start the group in the first place you know become famous using other people's groups first and then use that in order to build your own audience and the great thing is that it could not be more authentic or more legit right because you see there's a lot of dodgy characters on the internet and lots of scams and things like that. But you couldn't be more authentic than just going out into groups, posting stuff. If people don't like you, they'll ignore you. If people do like you, then they'll be drawn and attracted into you. Uh, and, And then you get to move on through your business. Amazing. I want to just pull out one thing that I think she sort of glossed over, but listening to it back just
1: now, I thought, wow, that's a really big thing. And She said that you build the culture. And I thought that's so important that people think a lot of a lot of folks certainly think they can just name it something fancy. This group, though, we'll give it a really good name and then sort of light the firework and walk away, and it'll sort of decorate itself. You know, it'll, it'll happen. Whereas really, it, it's about her building that culture and constantly being there to stimulate conversation and relationships and all that
2: stuff. So you are responsible for the culture. That was a huge takeaway, just for me personally, a hundred percent. Now this brings us to the end of this episode. But before you dash off, we've got something we want to ask you to do. Please head over to iTunes or wherever it is that you're listening to this podcast and leave us a little review. Uh, Tell other people that this is content worth listening to and help us to spread the word. And of course, make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already, because then that way we can tell you about all of the new episodes.
1: And if you want to check out the show notes where we'll give you links to all the details about many of the things that Tanya talked about, we'll go into a little bit more detail about the E's and the R's and all the other things she talked about. Uh, in the show notes you can do that over at blog.responsesuite.com that's all we'll see you tomorrow see you tomorrow
0: don't miss a thing thing. check out the show notes at blog.responsesuite.com